0: The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. Crisis for the geek kind. Top geek officials admit they underestimated the hipster's defense capability. Join the geek revolution and save the galaxy. Geeks from all over the globe are joining up to fight for the future. They're doing their part. Are you? Want to know more? Join Weeby Geeks and the Geek Revolution and save the world. Service guarantees citizenship. Listen to Weeby Geeks podcast on iTunes and Stitcher or online at weebygeeks.net. Weeby Geeks, your voice for the Geek Revolution. Want to know more?
1: This is a Danger Entertainment
2: podcast.
1: Dangerentertainment.net danger entertainment podcast network
3: produced with podcasting gear from TASCAM including the TASCAM mini studio trust your audio to TASCAM sound thinking
2: microphones and headphones provided by CAD audio CAD Audio, expression through innovation.
1: and welcome to another episode of wookie radio no you were not delusional that was backpipes playing the star wars main title at the end of our theme song which is wonderful love it um quickly before i get into introductions go check out the homepage. support our affiliates and our partners at heroes and villains um they have uh Check them out. Check the links. Go to Heroes and Villains. Use the code Smugglers for fifteen percent off your first purchase. Also, to be on the lookout, and I'm hoping our guest tonight has got some sight on on this product as well. Check out um, a video I'm going to be coming out by this weekend on Biddy Boomers. Uh, I have the three Star Wars ones they have now, and we'll get into more of those later. These things are amazing. Just absolutely amazing. Um, and we are in the process of working out some stuff with them as well, including a contest coming soon in which we're going to be giving away a Darth Vader, a Stormtrooper and a Chewbacca Biddy Boomer. And I know our guest is gone. I want to end this contest.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, so disqualified contest, right? What's that? We're automatically
3: disqualified from that contest, right? That? <laughs> we that Correct. Contest, right? Correct. I, thought. I didn't sign up for that. <laughs> that.
1: So the voices you hear. Uh, That's The Smugglers 3, Derek, Ken, and myself, Mike. And joining us from um, a new partner that we have in media, um, she is a associate editor for The Pop Insider, which for those of you who don't know, The Pop Insider is a daily news and review site for everything there is to know about items based on pop culture. Um, And that would be Madeline Buckley. How's everyone doing?
4: Hey, doing well. Good to be here.
1: It was a pleasure to have you on. So, Toy Fair is one of the big reasons why uh, we have you here, because... Um, yeah, I told you I'm going to work these in because that <laughs> Pop Insider, no matter what the fandom is that you're into, Pop Insider is a go-to source for those items. We have been using a couple stories and we, we credit them on the show uh, from Pop Insider. Um, you know, and again, source for items that you know, you're know you bound to love, whether it's Star Wars, like on this show, Marvel, DC, Ken, your show, what you need to get back on the air, uh, Doctor right. Who, Harry Potter, et cetera. So. Um so let's start talking toy fair. Toy fair. Where would you like to start?
4: So how much do you guys know about about toy fair? Have any of you guys ever been?
1: It is on my bucket list. Yep, I wish it is heavy on my bucket list. Yeah. It's a
4: wild time. There yeah. It's so yeah for friendly listeners who might not be familiar with toy fair. Toy fair is the biggest toy industry show in North America. It's annuals in February, held in New York City Javits Center, and more than a thousand toy companies take over Javits Center, and they are showing off their products for the entire year. Right, stuff behind closed doors, the things that you're gonna see at Christmas, and. Despite the name being Toy Fair, there's a huge, huge collectibles presence, too. Funko's there. Mezco's there. NECA's there. Uh, it's, it's everybody's there. And so uh, one of my jobs as an editor at the Pop Insider is to go to all those companies over the past four days, see what they have to offer, see what's coming down the pipeline, get a look at what figures they're going to be shipping over the next year. And it's exhausting, but so exciting.
1: Okay. Now, did you have a a specialty for your assignment? Uh, Obviously, we have you here to talk Star Wars. Is is that what uh, the Pop Insider had you do is go cover Star Wars?
4: So I was really hitting all of the pop culture booths when I was at Toy Fair. Um, That was my MO for most of the weekend. So our team also is full of toy experts, too. Our company has a sister publication, Cola Toy Insider. So we were covering both toy and pop culture base as well we were there uh so i personally though was hitting the pop culture aisles really heavily so i was going to the the funko booth the the neca and all all of those in the pop culture section that was my my assignment for the weekend
1: okay so let so the show started thursday correct went thursday
4: sort of sort of it the official show days were saturday sunday monday tuesday but companies with different off sites and special events were starting as early as Thursday. And so honestly, Toy Fair really did kick off with Star Wars this year. So if you might have heard a lot about the Lucasfilm product showcase that happened on Thursday. Yeah. So I was lucky enough okay. to go to that. That's what kicked off my Toy Fair this year. And it was possibly one of the most exciting mornings of my life because I got to build a child build-a-bear, which oh. I did not think was gonna happen. Uh. I have him here uh. with I have him here with me. No way. Uh, yeah. uh. I know, right? That,
1: that is actually good size, too.
4: Isn't it? Yeah. It's great. He And he has sound effects. When he squeezes his hands, one of the hands, he'll make the cooing noises that he makes on the show. And the other hand plays music from the show.
1: Now, is, are, those, are those add-ons that you would purchase like you would normally? Or does that come with?
4: It seems that it comes with because they're, like, embedded in his hand.
2: No way. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm
4: -hmm. So I I fully freaked out. (laughs) They had them there, and you got to have them (laughs) stuffed. And I got to do the whole – so me and my one coworker were clearly like – the really geeky ones in the room because a lot of the people were there, you know, covering it and they, they like oh picked up their stuffed animal and we were fully freaking out and the Build-A-Bear girls were totally in it <laughs> with us. And we got to do the whole heart ceremony and like they added all these awesome little touches from the show. So like, you know, you had to put it to your head for the force and stuff like that. Oh, sweet. They were obviously well-trained in the show. So I think that'll do well if they bring that into the stores, I think that'll add something even extra. So it was very exciting. Okay, so that, that's how I started to affair was at that press event, and yes, I, that was on Thursday.
1: I gotta ask about the Builder Bear because oh, yeah. I I, I, I will I've spent a ton of money at Builder Bear because I have ten year old daughter now, and okay. um, most of the pony line <laughs> we own nice. nice, Um, so this is supposed to be as is, roughly thirty five bucks, correct? It's what, they're yeah, so it's what
4: they're recommending? Yes, that's what they're recommending. So there's. This is one of the products that there's still not a lot of final final details on yet. Like even on site, when we were like, "So when is this coming out? Like can you tell us?" They were still like, "No, no. Like please go sign up on BuildABear.com for updates on when it will come out." So it's still very you know. And we got an official gallery after the show. People who attended it got an image gallery emailed to them, and each of them each of the products has like pricing information and when it's going to ship. And the BuildABear still has no pricing information and nothing about when it's going Literally, it's just the picture. So it was like, Oh, here, you get to see it. (laughs) This is what we're giving you. Nothing else. No more information than that.
1: I hope they have enough stock.
4: I hope so, too. Like, okay, I kid you not. So Build-A-Bear technically is not at Toy Fair. So they didn't have a booth or anything. But I had my little guy here because we also, my team does a lot of TV segments where we'll show, you know, different products from Toy Fair. So we had him at our, our little Toy Fair booth all weekend. And we had people asking to take pictures with him constantly we had someone offer a hundred dollars for (laughs) it like it was a constant stream of where can I buy that how do you have that what do you know about it it was nuts
1: yeah, yeah. Well, the one pricing I've heard was thirty five dollars. If you're saying, if you're saying yeah. If you're saying it comes with the sounds Im- already embedded, yeah. I know, like the the Chewy, the Boba Fets, uh, the Stormtrooper, the Rays. Those run thirty five bucks on their own, and it's an additional charge
4: to get the sounds. Yeah, so I can't speak for sure on the sounds. To be clear, I can't a hundred percent on you for the sounds, but the ones they had there, the sounds were already in them. I don't know if that was just for the press though, and they 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 weren't able to give us a ton of information. But I will say, if the sounds have to be optional, I highly recommend the sounds. They they take it to the next notch.
2: Okay, so <laughs> right. it'd be, so right. it'd be
1: worth the additional sixteen bucks then.
4: I think so. I can see if I can get him to. I don't know if he'll pick up on the audio. Let's see if I can. Can you hear him? <laughs> <laughs> Oh
2: geez. yeah!
1: I see one in my future.
2: Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I, He's so cute. My daughter. I don't have any
0: kids. Just stay away from Build a Bear. But I uh, We may have I to. go. I, I was like, I might have to
3: make my first trip to Build a Bear.
4: I honestly think that might happen. Like, I think a lot of adults will will be taking themselves to Build a Bear. I mean, if that, we're being honest, I think even outside of the collector community and the fandom community, the child Baby Yoda, whichever you know term you would prefer was the talk of Toy Fair. Everyone asked about it. Oh. Everyone was talking yeah. about it. It was, It was aside from, you know, honestly not much else. It was, it was one of the biggest topics of conversation at Toy Fair. And everybody who had Baby Yoda product was like, look, let me show it to you. You know, it was...
1: A huge thing in your opinion well,
3: had a lot of stuff too
1: yeah in, in your opinion Baby do you data. do you think lucasfilm slash disney kind of dropped the ball with the child merchandise i mean we know they were trying to keep it quiet until the show aired yeah for that surprise do you think they should have had stuff ready and kept and forced the companies to do the the NDAs going, you can't say you're embargoed on saying anything until this date?
4: It's a very good question. And it's one that I've gotten a lot from official interviews to literally my family Christmas party this year, because everyone knows that's the industry I'm in. And everyone's like, why is there no Baby Yoda toys? Like, what's happening? You should know this. So... I've I've yet to decide because I think there's no way of us knowing for sure if they dropped the ball without having some alternate universe where they did something different because in most cases they really already do have those NDAs, right? The, you know, and this is skipping franchises, but if we think Avengers Endgame you know that everyone at Hasbro and everyone involved in those toys signed NDAs up the wazoo. And there were still toy leaks for that, right? The power gauntlet leaked. Right. There were some pictures of the Legos that leaked. Um, and that's just the nature, I think, of you know working with a franchise's biggest Star Wars. You're working with the biggest toy companies in the world. You're working with the Legos, with the Hasbros. And we're talking hundreds and hundreds of people that make those toys happen and a lead time of half a year or more usually this isn't the child products that have been made since it's unprecedented how quickly they're getting these manufactured so I think they ultimately led by Jon Favreau decided it wasn't worth the risk of bringing in those hundreds of people because the chance of someone getting that word out there was gotcha. too great and I think mm. you know, there's a good chance that if they'd started the product manufacturing, we probably would have heard something and more than we are even did about that there was a Yoda like creature coming and and what would that be and pictures would have leaked. I think what we don't know and what we can never find out for sure is whether had it leaked, would he still have been as popular of a character? Because maybe right. in that, you know, alternate universe he would have leaked, everyone would have been just as excited. Everyone would have been still creating the memes, still love the character, still be excited. And they would have had product right away and would have made, you know, so much money off of it. Everyone would have been thrilled. And that would have been truly the best of both worlds for Lucasfilm. But I think they decided not to take that gamble. So I don't know if I don't know what would have been better. I really don't. I mean, they're lucky. I think that the fever is what it is, because here we are all these months later and the product's finally hitting and it still has sustained enough that people are still excited about the merch, which I was worried for them that it wouldn't. You know, we're in such an age now where it's so exciting, it's a meme, it's everywhere, and then it, it kind of fades. And And when the product launched, finally, once we got past the you know print-on-demand t-shirts and the Funko and the Mattels all started coming out and we're seeing release dates of the spring, our whole team was like, people, are, are they really still gonna care? by May and it, if the indication of the Toy Fair coverage is it's that people are still just as excited people are still just as engaged with all the stuff that we're putting out about the Build-A-Bear and about you know, the first look at the animatronic that they debuted on Thursday and people are engaging with our tweets about that more than anything else we post and the sales for the products that are out are breaking records so I think they just got really really freaking lucky that the mania has lasted this long and has been able to sustain for the product
2: Okay. So
3: with a couple, I don't, I don't, go ahead Derek I think I think um hand too there's also a possibility that because we haven't gotten any merchandise yet the anticipation for it has been building and building. more mm-hmm. so when we finally do get some merchandise everybody, everybody will be all excited about it
4: absolutely so, i think yeah, that's, that's the rushing part they had to make sure we got it fast enough that it's it's coming and it's coming and they're building it up
0: i think also it helped that um like we said when the mandalorian was first coming out they're releasing it once a week. Mm-hmm. that's it in people's mind a lot longer. Because if you look at the two the two models, the um, Hulu and Amazon, we we always said this when Mandalorian was first coming out. Hulu and Amazon have been releasing things once a week, whereas Netflix drops everything all at once. Mm-hmm. And the right. stuff really makes a bigger a bigger splash when it hits. But the problem is, you get about two to three weeks of splash, and then it starts to die off, and it's everybody forgets about it till the next year. Mm-hmm. Whereas totally. something like this or something that's out for weeks and weeks and eight weeks, you're sitting there talking about it for the entire week before you get another episode. You're talking, so you're getting three to four months out of an um, eight to ten episode series of people talking, and it stays in the mind a lot longer, stays in the, um, it stays in pop culture, really, longer.
4: Totally. Totally.
0: It's something that's actually ingrained in your memory. It gets more into your long-term memory, not into your short-term, oh, this was awesome. Okay, what's next? Yeah. Right.
4: And then the memes that came each week, too, I think that almost became a separate part of this whole the child phenomenon and culture that oh, which yeah. is this week's meme gonna be from, like, the cup, and then the, the force hand. And I think one of my favorite things about the merch that Lucasfilm showed off on Thursday is that they seem to be embracing the meme culture, mm. which, which feels interesting. And, and I liked it a lot. Like in the official presentation, they included a shirt of of the child when he is first using the force with the mud horn and it's him doing his hand and across it it says when your favorite song comes on and that's like official official merch (laughs) (laughs) which i like i really liked that
0: that's because they're in a kind of unique position you think right now all the um companies the toy companies everything else are in a unique position because um we've all seen the star wars movies when they come out Right. It has It is notorious for this that all of a sudden you have a lot of stuff that just sits on the pegs of the toys that you thought this was going to be awesome. Then when the movie comes out, oh wait what's that? How many yeah. thousands mm-hmm. of Zuvio action figures are still out there?
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Final cut of the picture. Well at this point when when they went into production for all these toys for the childhood stuff, they already had seen the show. They knew what was awesome. They already knew what was making a splash. Mm-hmm. So that's why, that's what we're getting. It's the stuff everybody loves and now all of a sudden well, we're going to have merchandise with what we loved on it. And it guaranteed that people love this stuff.
4: Yeah. Yeah. It's like they're honestly, I think it ends up putting them in a better position in a lot of ways. I mean, yes, you had those people who were like, oh, how dare you not have this for Christmas? But I think their end result, I don't think it's going to be a negative for them. I think people are genuinely very excited for this merch. And a lot of it's really fun and interesting and very different than what they're usually doing.
3: Yeah, there was some. There was definitely some cool looking stuff.
4: Yeah, I'm trying to think what else. There's a game coming for for those. I mean, it's obviously for a younger age, but um, it's where you're shooting frogs into Baby Yoda's mouth. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, okay. Right.
4: <laughs> okay. So funny, that debuted at Toy Fair this weekend. I,
1: I I've seen I've seen the Baby Yoda operation as well.
4: Oh yes, I thought that was oh, an yeah. interesting. Choice.
1: And yeah, and we we have the R two one. We have. The Chewbacca one where you're pulling porgs out of Chewbacca. Yeah. I, I almost BB- see, almost see. I think there's a BB-8 one. We don't have it at the moment, but I, I foresee us getting the Baby Yoda
3: one.
4: I think the Baby Yoda one is cute. I just don't, I think, I don't know. Have you seen pictures of it?
3: I have. Yeah. 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 But I it's typical it, operation. I like, think
4: incorporated it into him more. You know what I mean? Because it's like the, the pieces are like around him instead right. of. Yeah. yeah like you're pulling yeah. pieces out of the pot not him right that was interesting
1: so um let's go back to the animatronic
2: yeah
4: We'll do that this yeah. is
1: this is kind of something new from Hasbro that they've done yeah or or yeah. It, I it's mean- they finally updated their technology for something like this.
4: I was gonna say, I mean, in terms of animatronics, if we jump a little bit into the toy world, Hasbro is known for the for real Pets line. I don't know if you, any of you, are familiar with that. Back in the day, animatronic yeah. pet, actually, yeah. And and a lot of those have gotten, you know, very realistic looking and very advanced. So it's not unprecedented for Hasbro per se to do an animatronic toy. I think it's just. <laughs> You know, they're doing it by blending it with Star Wars, which I just don't think we've seen before. Um,
2: yep. mm.
4: yeah, I was a little bummed to find that because when we saw the display with the animatronic at the show, he was he was in the pod and and we were all like, "Oh my gosh, does it come in the pod? That's amazing!" And it doesn't come in the pod. It 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 just comes on its own,
2: ah, which yeah. is a bummer. That
4: was our we because we saw it, and then it launched online at 1 p.m. And as soon as it launched, we're all like, "Oh, does it come with the pod? Does it come with the pod? It did, it does not come with the pod." You
0: see, that just means they can go back and sell the pod separately. I'm just surprised <laughs> no
4: one's selling the pod. Yeah. yet. that's that's what I'm honestly of everything. I'm most surprised by the fact that you can't buy the pod because you're like you can buy the plush. You can pre-order so many different plush. There's the Mattel one. With the vinyl head, there's the Build-A-Bear one coming, but so far no pods to put them in. Which I think well, interesting.
0: That brings me to a little bit of a surprise I had. The first surprise I saw when they first mentioned any of the merch was how did Mattel get a Star Wars license for this?
4: That was us too. We freaked out a little bit when the fir- when that first hit and. And we're like, this is wrong, right? Like our whole office was was <laughs> slacking and freaking out. We're like, this is incorrectly labeled. This this is not this can't be Mattel. Mattel Mattel
2: doesn't this do <laughs> Mattel
4: <laughs> doesn't do Star Wars. Like, I mean, they've licensed it for Hot Wheels, but they never, you know, never made the figures or the plush. Uh-uh. So yeah, it's actually a really huge deal in the toy industry and licensing. Um, it's one of those things that I I have conversations with, you know, like my roommates, and I'm like, guys. Mattel's making a Star Wars toy, and they're like, "Okay," and I'm like, "You just you don't understand. That's that's a big deal." <laughs> well,
1: because I was yeah. what three years ago that uh, Disney dropped Mattel from the princess dolls mm-hmm.
4: and yeah, the Hasbro. and the
1: Tinkerbell dolls, and it's moved everything over to Hasbro. Mm-hmm.
4: But now now it's a little more questionable. Like they put out their releases about their partnerships. Uh, like for with Marvel it, and it does not say Master Toy for Hasbro.
3: Interesting.
4: So it's very it very interesting to see how this divides it out. Yeah. Okay.
0: Well, Growing up in the East, Hasbro and Mattel was like that. That was the big rival toys. All the toys were one or the other. Once right. Kenner was gone, Kenner was gone. That's all yeah. there was. Either Hasbro or Mattel. And now well, it's like, wait a minute, they're both the same toy, the similar toys now.
1: And and, the, and your thing with that too is Hasbro's East Coast, Mattel's West Coast. Yeah. Right. So
4: um,
1: now you've used you you just used a term that I'm honestly, I'm not familiar with. What do you mean by master toy?
4: That's a very good point. I realize that probably a term i'm more familiar with from the industry uh for toys even yeah, so usually, would, i wouldn't um, be doing
1: my job if i didn't ask
4: yeah no i appreciate you asking so most uh entertainment properties will have what is called a master toy partner and that toy company is going to produce the majority of the toys for that property um so it's usually a big deal it's, this is you know especially prevalent in in children's entertainment When a toy company gets partners, the master toy company, um, obviously that doesn't mean they're the only company who will be producing products because sometimes that toy company doesn't have the means or does not, you know, isn't as well known for a certain type of toy. So, for example, you know, if Hasbro is the master toy license, they might still have someone else making the puzzles, like Buffalo might make the puzzles, and they can have additional licenses. And in that licensing agreement, it defines the parameters of what each company is going to be allowed to make. Obviously, sometimes down to some very, very specific details. So my fun example is... Um, so for Funko Pops, if you've ever noticed, the ones that are Marvel have had to be, right? I don't know if you've ever noticed that, like Marvel and Star Wars, Funko Pops tend to be bobbleheads. And that's because yeah. the vinyl figure license is with Hasbro. Ah.
2: Yeah,
4: it's that specific that they that Funko couldn't make a straight vinyl figure for Marvel or Star Wars because that license doesn't belong to them. They don't have the license... For vinyl figures, they have the license for bobbleheads, but they don't have the license for vinyl figures because of the Mighty Mugs series that Hasbro has.
2: Interesting. I I heard that.
4: So it all gets very, very specific. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. So, let, I guess since we brought up Funko, let's and we're still on the topic of the child Funko's the Funko Pops for Mandalorian yeah. or or the
0: Child Alone.
4: Yeah, best selling. It's the best selling Funko Pop pre order ever.
0: Oh, is that actually a bobblehead? Because if you look at it, it doesn't look like there's a whole lot of space between the robe and the head.
4: You know, yeah, you know what, I think that you mentioned it, I, let me look at the pictures I took, because I'm not sure if he is. One thing I did notice, though, because um, they had him in the box at the Funko booth, and they had to change the shape, because you know how most of the Funko Pop boxes are the exact same shape? Right. Is is a lot shorter and and wider, because of his ears and his height. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was wow.
3: about that, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: So it's. It has the normal design in terms of, like, the line and the number in the corner, but the box shape itself is different. Oh, and wow. <laughs> the person I was with, I was like, guys, the box, the box is different, <laughs> um, <laughs> which I, I thought was very interesting.
3: That is,
0: yes. Yeah, just... he, is,
4: he, is, he is a bobblehead. I'm, I'm zooming in on the box, and he is a bobblehead. <laughs> it says so bobblehead. Just...
0: But, mm-hmm. Oh, now that... Was this one? Uh, was the Darth Vader in the meditation chamber? Uh, um, toy Fair thing, or was that already out? Because I'm on Funko site now, and that I just noticed that.
4: that oh might yeah, that's cool. That might have been already. Right. They they love to drop a lot at Toy Fair, which is very exciting, um, yeah. <laughs> but also overwhelming for us to keep track of um but i want to say that one was already out i think
2: okay i think, so. I think yeah. that one
4: was already out. but i'm not i can't don't don't 100% me on that just because there's been because they also dropped a bunch at london toy fair um just about a month back including the 40th anniversary for empire ones have you seen those
2: uh, oh, I yeah. seen
1: some
3: of the pictures. Yeah,
4: I love
3: the. Oh, yeah, yeah. I want them, uh, the Han Solo and Carbonite one. Oh, I love that. <laughs> me
4: yeah. too. That one's my favorite. I want
0: the Skywalker or Luke on a Tauntaun because I have the Han on the Tauntaun sitting right here in front of me. <laughs> so
1: you need oh, nice. look
4: with it. You gotta have the set.
1: Yeah. So Lego, finally I we're know. we're getting the Razor Crust. after all the the mocks out there. The which as uh, Lego speak for. My own creation Um, (laughs) and all the custom Yoda minifigs, baby or child minifigs. Um, Tell us a little bit about this set. I mean, it
2: looks
4: so so little. I
1: have I have (laughs) one of the baby bodies uh, for Lego uh, minifigs. And they're adorable. And I, re- I saw they used the same body. They actually made the head and put a printing on it. Um, so
4: small. <laughs> it's like unfathomably small. I love it so much. We got, we got to see that under embargo like a day before the showcase. And it was, it's so cute. I don't know. I, I, they had it set up perfectly at the showcase where they had Mando in the cockpit and then they put the child minifigure in his lap.
2: Oh, wow. Like he,
4: when he has them on his lap in the show. It was a perfect way to display it.
1: Okay. Um, now, from your notes that we got, um, which uh, we're going to go behind the scenes, pull back the curtain some. Um yeah. we, we have notes to kind of help guide us because, as, as you said, there was so much that you saw. No, just to try and wing go, just to wing it like we usually do. Go, okay. So how about this? How about that? Uh, yeah. We we needed a roadmap for this. Yeah. What is so what is love your melon hats?
4: Oh, oh, those are so cute. Okay. Um. So love your melon is a brand of hat. So obviously, Toy Fair was a lot about the products that fall into the more toyetic and collectible categories. But there was so much at the Thursday event that was apparel, home goods, and into those other categories. And so one of those collabs is with a hat company called Love Your Melon. And they're known for these beanie hats. And they have a little square in the front that says Love Your Melon. And they did a whole collaboration with the child. And so the hats, which come in sizes for adults and actual children, have that little square, but instead of saying "Love your melon," it's a little um drawn figure of the child, and it's just very cute, <laughs> okay
1: yeah. yeah, that's awesome, um. Let's see, looking at the list, okay, I mentioned it as part of the intro, Biddy Boomers. they just Bitty came boomers. on they just came on the scene uh what November, December last year,
4: yeah, really recently, but their stuff's really taking off like it's 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 a good product, and their licenses are very wide ranging and have you seen the child Biddy Boomer?
1: I have seen pictures, yeah, um and kind of knowing a little bit.
4: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, there you go.
1: Did, did they demo these for you?
4: Um, not at the Lucasfilm event, but they had him at the Biddy Boomers booth at Toy Fair.
1: Did did you hear how loud they could get?
4: Right? For such a small speaker. Like, I don't know if people listening have seen them, but they are very, Biddy, Biddy is the correct word. They're very small.
1: Boomer is the correct word, too. Also
4: the correct word, (laughs) yes. Yeah.
1: Uh, These things are amazing. Um, Yeah. I know with my iPhone 8, depending on the song, I'm running anywhere between quarter to half volume, and that's almost enough to fill a room. If I'm outside, I could definitely be heard halfway down my neighborhood if I take my volume all the way full. I mean, these these things are insane. They really are. So how cute was the baby Yoda? Chewy is very cute. Yeah. I have Chewy. The
4: child's so cute. has the ears. Like, the ears stick out from the speaker. And my daughter's already wanting it.
1: But well, she also wants Olaf too, so. Oh, okay. Okay. That's but a she, tough choice.
4: I admit. Yeah.
1: But she she's stealing she's gonna be stealing the uh once I get my videos done, she's stealing my Spider Man.
4: Ah, also a so, good choice.
1: Um That's because I wouldn't let her have Chewy or Cap, so <laughs> Um So uh Rock Love.
4: Yes. Yes. So this technically wasn't a reveal for Toy Fair. The Rock Love necklace has been out for a few months, a month or so now. Uh, but this at Toy Fair was the first time they had the physical necklace on display. Okay. So I don't know if you are familiar with Rock Love as a company. Um,
2: think... Vaguely.
4: OK, so they make they make higher end fandom jewelry. So they have actually quite a few different licenses. They just dropped their uh, Onward collection today for, for the Pixar movie. They did a really cool Star Trek line a couple weeks ago. They dropped okay. that. Mm. They are doing such cool stuff and they, they seem to work pretty closely with Disney because they have really good collections for almost everything Disney yeah. is doing. And I, I think um, I've seen obviously. a lot of
1: their stuff here at the parks. Um,
4: yeah. Just disclaimer
1: yes. to you. I, I work I for, that's right. you work. I work there. Yeah.
4: Yep. Yep. Yeah. My, uh, my best friend actually works for, for Disney as well. Oh, very cool. Yeah. yeah. We'll
1: talk after show.
4: Yeah, we should. Absolutely.
1: Um, yeah, I saw further down on the list. You you mentioned something about lounge fly, but I don't see mention of the Baby Yoda lounge fly mini oh, backpack.
4: Oh, I didn't put that on the list, but it, it it does exist. There is a Baby Yoda lounge fly.
1: Comes out in June.
4: Ah, it is yes, and it. So I'm going to try to explain it without you being able to see it, but basically. The backpack kind of serves, so it's one of the mini backpacks, mm-hmm. which are very, very, very popular. Yeah, um,
0: oh, he has told me about that. Okay, animated series one.
4: Yeah,
1: there are in this household now. <laughs> um Melissa's got the one that celebrates Epcot's thirty fifth anniversary and she has Captain exactly. Marvel. Ooh, the, I
4: love the Captain Marvel. The, one.
1: It's the it's the red, blue, and gold, not the not yeah, the veers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, yes,
4: with the with the star on it, right? Yes. And
1: the, the, yes. I love that one. Zoe has the Horg, which was a San Diego Comic Con exclusive, which we got nice. at GameStop for half off uh, on a Black Friday. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, as soon That's as we saw it was, time. as soon as we saw it was on games or it was actually ThinkGeek, uh, before it was a year before the merger. It was like,
3: oh, yeah, perfect. Still ThinkGeek. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then, uh, she also has Doug from up. Nice. She saw baby Yoda, baby Yoda's come, um, <laughs> from what you know, is baby Yoda, a exclusive to box launch or hot topic, or is this going to be available to all merchants?
4: So far have not seen it listed as an exclusive in the documents that they sent us, the gallery I got does not list it as a specific retailer. It's huh. not to say that it won't end up being one but at the moment have not seen it listed as for a specific retailer.
1: Woo-hoo, that means I could pick it up with a cast discount. I
4: hope so. Yes! yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, so basically the backpack looks like the pod and then the top above the zipper the opening and then there's a, a baby Yoda. Yep. I'm sorry, the child. <laughs> the child uh, there and embroidered and, but his ears are sticking out from yep. the front of the backpack as well
1: yeah, yeah. which looks very cool i think it, it looks it very cool
4: his nose his nose is a little weird to me yeah
1: because the way they embroidered it on
4: yeah yeah, yeah. that's the only reason that was like not my favorite piece of merch i mean to be clear i don't think they did a complete miss with any of the merch but that that's why it's just not my my favorite because the nose i just it's just a little weird
1: so since we're yeah. we're on lounge lie Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and cover the rest of Loungefly's Star Wars offerings. And yeah, then we'll, and then we'll get back on track to,
0: to the other stuff. Yeah. So what else came out? Does Loungefly got coming?
4: Have you seen the Loungefly Boba Fett? That was that was the one I had on the list.
0: Is that is that another mini or is
4: this uh, a yeah, full size bag? Full okay. No, this is another mini. Yeah.
1: So how's this one? Haven't they already done a Boba Fett mini?
4: Yes, I believe I'm trying to. Sorry, there's a lot of details uh, swirling in my head right now, um, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I, I I want to say it is another one. Um, hold on, let me let me reference my notes really quickly. No problem. But
1: sorry, we jumped ahead.
4: No, no, it's totally fine. It's totally fine. Um, but yes, obviously I mean Lounge Fly I think makes some of the coolest fandom merch that's coming out right yeah, now. Yeah. Um it's just so unique. It's also very funny to see. Um I have a Loungefly bag from twenty twelve or thirteen. Um and you would not looking at it now, you would not know that it was Loungefly. It's like made of cloth, and uh, it's like a, a hobo bag, which is nothing like right. they—nothing um, like they look like anymore.
1: Right. Yeah. Um. I mean, they—they've really taken off. Oh yeah. Um, Absolutely. And I don't know if it was because of Comic Con or if it was because of um, Disney, the partnership with Dis- Disney and the Disney products.
4: I think it's probably a combination.
0: Some of it could be the getting into places like Box Lunch and Hot Topic and places like that where everybody if they want to have anything pop culture that's where they get it.
4: Right, actually. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and they and they started doing that the exclusive lounge flies, which I think was smart for them because it It added that collectability aspect to it.
1: Now, don't hold me to this, but I want to say the original exclusives came for Disney.
4: Yeah, I think so. With
1: some some of the different stuff. Um, Yeah. So... what? Was it, what, Was there anything else besides the Boba Fett and Child uh, with Loungefly coming, or
4: not that I, not that I specifically saw? Their big focus in terms of Star Wars at Funko, the Child was the big focus, hundred percent. Okay. Um, I actually didn't even see the fortieth on display. They, they were really going for the Child. Okay.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, but what, what about with Loungefly? Same thing.
4: Same. So yeah, it's the same company actually. So they, uh, all the when, display is mixed.
1: When did? Funko by launch launchfly
4: oh, a couple years ago now so yeah actually I yes for anyone who did not know Funko owns launchfly
1: okay yeah very very
4: so interesting if, uh, at, mm-hmm, so at so at a lot of conventions know. they'll do a separate launchfly booth but at Toy Fair it's the same booth
0: okay yes. The toy and collectibles world is a very small world.
4: It is a very very small world, and it's getting smaller. It's kind of scary sometimes. Yeah,
1: yeah. So going back to the child, we're gonna. Yeah. This could be tied in to Clone Wars, which I'm happy the new season is out. The final season's out. Oh yeah. But I'm upset that we're getting it weekly. This was a show I wanted to binge. Okay. I wanted it. I wanted it all. Binge. What does
4: everybody else think? Weekly or binge? I, weekly.
0: I like a weekly for the same reason why I like the Mandalorian weekly. You can actually sit there and discuss it and just dissect it and get it all ready to go, and you can just live with yeah. this for what do we got? Twelve episodes, so yeah. we get twelve weeks. So that's a, almost six months in the um in the like brain space of everybody because yeah. the twelve weeks that gives us th- three months. But people talking about it rewatching, you're going to get six months out of life of this. Yeah,
1: yeah. Mandalorian. Mandalorian. For I had a week. Mandalorian. I had no problems with weekly i actually enjoyed having it weekly but i guess i got spoiled with netflix when they dropped the lost missions as all one dump i'm like i want this and i could rewatch it as many many times as i want but i want the whole story now
0: well think this about is this because this one right we know the clone wars didn't drop as hard as the mandalorian when mandalorian hit it was everywhere the next day yeah. oh yeah clone wars first episode didn't do that but it's giving people time to get back into it and learn this now And I'm wondering if um, Lucasfilm is not watching this series and seeing how people react to the Clone Wars being back by the time we get to the end of it to see if they want to do not, because we know Clone Wars is done, but the next thing they do, are they going to do something similar, stylized and um, subject matter-wise and uh, age-wise to the Clone Wars, or do they go in another direction? So Clone Wars as well, we make it a a brand new series in a new time frame but something that'll feel like it's from the world of the Clone Wars. So sure. it'll be um, where the kids can have a great time with it, but adults are getting just as much stuff out of it. Like Because Resistance, we, we watched Resistance, we reviewed Resistance, but that was not for adults.
2: No. Right. I there wasn't had. a whole
0: lot of substance to it. And um, Rebels was less substance than Clone Wars. It was still phenomenal. It had great story and things in it, but it still was not as heavy and um, as packed with just the what made the Clone Wars awesome. Right. So we're well, I, I thinking th- about I think, doing something else like this. or I think
1: they were, once Rogue One was announced, they rushed it, too. Because all of a sudden, we went Season 1, Season 2, and then we jumped ahead in time with Season 3. Yeah. Or maybe it was from 1 to 2, we jumped ahead. It in time. Yeah,
0: it could have also been. Because um disney may have told Filoni and them okay we're considering letting this go so he may have said wait a minute here, they're give me an outline, for, and we'll finish it after five seasons. He,
1: only did and he four, may though. have actually
0: come up with a quick outline to get it moved. Oh, then four seasons. Then yeah. he may have actually said, okay, well, give me my last two seasons to finish this.
1: Yeah. Well, speaking, so he had
0: to accelerate it some.
1: Speaking of Clone Wars, speaking of Mandalorian, um, I know Derek and I talked about this on We Be Geeks last week, and uh, we're both under the impression, yes, please, the Darksaber. Yes,
4: well, I, it has like released it yeah.
1: how I, I, I think the question Derek had for it, uh, sorry, and this is what Derek brought up on the show. How big is it?
3: Oh oh yeah, right. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, um well, I mean it's so the the black series one it let's see. I actually have the page up right now. Does it have the specific measurement? Let me see. I mean cuz it's it's basically, you know, a replica, so it's 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 very large, but I'm looking to see if they have the exact inches for you.
1: So there's two different dark sabers. There's a black series. And then because I think the only one we've seen is yeah, uh, the, just the one for the kids.
4: The dark. Uh, yeah. yeah. There's Sorry. They released the new black series, elite lightsabers, but not the dark saber yet.
1: Correct. Yeah. Elite, I didn't think yeah. I saw that. the Correct. elite series is. The dark
4: saber is just for the children.
1: OK. So it, it's yeah. roughly the same size as the kids. They,
4: technically, they would technically release the dark saber as Clone Wars merch,
2: yeah, hmm. yeah, was used to Clone Wars originally, yeah. so yeah, right. But yeah. Like,
4: like, as in the the showcase, it's included and marketed as the Clone Wars merch. Okay, um,
0: and that's a that's probably actually a little bit of a reveal. guaranteed that we're gonna see it in this final season of Clone Wars. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah that's what I thought was interesting. From-
0: in they're
1: going to have the saber. Yeah, so yeah. so this is about the same also, length as the, uh, the. This is about the same length as the lightsabers.
4: The toy
1: that, ones, yeah. That that have the the uh, not the flick ones, but the the standard stiff blade
4: mm-hmm. saber.
1: So it's roughly about the same size.
4: Yeah, for the for the toys. <laughs>
1: I, I may have to get it so I can battle Zoe with it, my daughter. <laughs> um, now, you, you mentioned the Elite Saber, yes. Black Series, Darth Revan. Yes. How That's impressive is this one?
4: Super impressive, right? That that was actually a genuine Toy Fair reveal. So Hasbro didn't show that until the show for Toy Fair, and they announced that there. Um, that wasn't on display on Thursday. So that, in addition to their, their Black Series 40th anniversary, were released as part of their... So they actually have a whole collector's event at Toy Fair. So that's a whole other ball game <laughs> that happens on the Saturday of Toy Fair. Toy Fair is wild, guys. There's so much happening. It's so hard to keep track. Um, so they actually have a multi-hour event. So Hasbro has all of their toys to be showing off at Toy Fair, but then they also you know, have all of the collectibles for Power Rangers and for Star Wars and for Marvel. They have a big collector's event that a member of you know, our team went to and a lot of members of the press go to, and they do all of the collectibles reveals. And so that's where you're seeing those 40th anniversary figures which want to make sure we touch on that because the packaging have you seen it
2: yeah it
1: looks a little bit like what they did with the 40th anniversary now we're talking the black series figures correct so
4: the black series 40th anniversary figures packaging looks like the vintage and retro packaging
1: right figures. now are we talking about are we talking about those 40th or are we talking about what target had where the figures look like the original new sculpts of the original Kinder figures
4: right um, so there's two different so the ones that are you talking of the ones that were out for, like, the holidays this past year?
1: I think so. Yeah.
4: yeah. look like the Kenner figures? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so that's the vintage and the retro series. And those are going to be in the, those are the 4-inch scale. So they're smaller. Okay. And what's interesting about the new black series that got announced for the 40th is that it's the full 6-inch articulated black series figures coming in the packaging that also resembles the the classic Kenner packaging so what they which did is which is what
1: they did with Star Wars tying in the early bird um mm-hmm. deal as well where you got Vader
2: mm-hmm.
0: also, it sounds like these the packaging that um around Christmas time also they had out the um the gold anniversary figures that were on mm-hmm. the vintage black series cards so they're the full six- inch figures in a larger vintage looking box yeah. yeah
4: so so that's what we're seeing for the 40th for Empire as well
0: yeah These can
1: are um, the bubble packs. Yes, the bubble cards. Yeah, which I know the two oh, I'm okay. really interested in is I love the R2, which is based on the sensor scope. Oh yeah, which I actually oh where oh there he is. I still have my sister-in-law found me an original Kenner sensor oh, wow. scope
4: right there. Oh my gosh.
1: Um, huh? I, I love how he's got that very dirty look to him from the swamp,
4: mm-hmm. and
1: yeah. um, I want the Adat pilot, which I know it is really all it is is a re-release of the original six-inch. It didn't look like it was. There's any new tweaks to the sculpt or anything with it?
4: Not that I saw. Not that. Yeah, I would agree. It looks like a, the original. But and then also, I mean, this is a, a little bit of a, a different point, but a thing that I talked about a lot going into Toy Fair and something, you know, as we move forward in Hasbro's Star Wars collectibles is that Hasbro made a huge announcement earlier this year, or, or I mean, at the end of last year, about phasing plastic out of the packaging. I don't know if you guys are aware of yep. that.
2: Yep. Remember hearing so, about that?
4: I think that's going to be really interesting to see how it affects all of the retro style packaging for Star Wars, right? Like all of these bubble packs, all of the beautiful black series that come set up as scenes that have the huge window boxes, all of that. It's just going to be different. And so I think that's something to definitely look at because sustainability, it's not a super exciting topic, but it's an important one. And that's something that was also a huge point of Toy Fair this year. So for toys, it's a little easier because the packaging just goes, right. you know, you're, you're undoing it and, and hopefully recycling it now. But for collectibles, it's, it's a little bit touchier because right. the packaging is a huge part of a product.
1: Um, now, Hasbro's Galaxy of Adventures, mm-hmm. we know the figures they released last year uh, have kind of been peg warmers or shelf warmers. Um, they have continued to, they, they have a whole new group coming out mm-hmm. and then a sub series called mission fleet
4: mm-hmm. the Mission fleet. Yeah. That just got announced also on Thursday and shown off for the first time at the Lucasfilm event.
1: So what's the difference between the galaxy of adventures and mission fleet?
4: You know, it's like, <laughs> It's I'm the mission fleet ones I know they tout as a, a, a vehicles line. Okay. Is what they were saying. Like that's how they kind of described it. Uh, like each vehicle comes with an action figure. But it to I don't see a huge difference between the two. Um I don't know. I think it'll be interesting to see how this is received. I mean we kind of view it as more of a toy line definitely than collectibles i i I would say it's going to be marketed that way as well geared more towards Uh, a
1: a younger crowd
4: yeah yeah it should be played with instead of collected okay
0: yeah Yeah,
3: that makes sense
0: Ah, actually yeah i found an actual pretty good article that it has pictures of all of this and yeah i was like this is basically their newest version of their um young kids line of toys like they used to have um Galactic Galaxy of Heroes and they it's like every two or three years they relaunch the same line and just call they it call something it new.
4: Something else. <laughs> yeah. yeah, basically. Like the Mando <laughs> one, for example, like has like a launcher on the front. Like you can launch like a little like it's it's, so it's almost like the,
0: the powers of force yeah. line. Yeah,
4: so we're not yeah. talking it, a new collectible here. This yeah, is, all
0: vehicles different. have uh, um, missile launchers. Well, the yeah. thing that the thing
1: that I found kind of cool about the Galaxy of Adventures line uh, was when you look at the figures, they kind of had a slight animated feel to them. Mm-hmm, totally. So, so it was almost like you're taking the old Clone Wars or the old Droids and Ewoks line and incorporating mm-hmm. it to the whole mo- to the whole franchise.
4: Yeah. No, I would agree absolutely. Yeah.
1: So, um, okay. I just, which, which I'm cool. Well, B- I'm cool with that.
0: Here in the in the chat, I'm putting up a couple of um, images here of one of the um, toys that's in this line. The one for the Mandalorian. So yeah, I that's the the
4: one. I
3: was... Yeah.
0: Was, yeah, we saw that. Yeah. Yeah. That one's pretty cool. The so yeah, one that comes so that, with the yeah, child being there, there, behind the there, him. Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah, I kind of like that.
4: Yeah, I mean, I think it's a solid, the line looks solid. they had the Clone Wars ones and the Mandalorian uh vehicle on display for for toy fair. And I mean, yeah, it looks like a solid line. We'll have to see though how the demand is for it.
2: Now,
1: any Ahsoka merch? Cuz we so know she's a big thing.
4: Had, not as much as this, I hope.
0: This I'm excited about a little bit.
4: But the so I they had a lot of parks merch features Ahsoka. They had the ears on display um, at the Lucasfilm event. So, But on the show floor, I didn't see too much, uh, other than obviously the Mission Fleet one that we were just talking about. The vehicle right. line includes her. Um, but in terms of collectibles, the only example but also a phenomenal example I saw was the Diamond Select Toys one that is coming here. Let me see if I can. you guys can see a picture if I hold it up for you. But it is a very beautiful sculpt. It, she has... Um, Mariah with her. Let's see.
1: This is with the new costume from from Season 7, correct?
4: Yeah,
0: here. Yeah, I was trying to find a picture of it. I can't find a picture of it anywhere at the moment.
4: Yeah, it's not coming out until this fall.
0: Ah, oh, okay. Oh, and it comes with a Conger owl. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah I, I've I've already
1: I've already pitched to or said something on her universe's Twitter. We need a cosplay hoodie with the new costume.
4: Yeah. So it's going to retail for one fifty. It's not and bad. It, and it's coming in the fall from Diamond Select Toys. It's Star Wars Premiere Collection Season Seven Ahsoka statue. Okay. It's beautiful. Um, but yes, I love Ashley. Ashley's great. Uh, I actually have uh, been blessed to interview her once for a feature. And she is a lovely human.
1: I interviewed her a long time ago on Weebie Geeks. Oh,
4: nice!
1: Back in the day, uh, I, I want to bring her back onto this show. I, th- I think we'll have fun.
4: I think what's so cool about her is like she's got so much going on. Like I was interviewing her, and we barely touched on Ahsoka because she's just, I, just so much. Like th- it's so.
1: <laughs> I think we talked that well, we were both at Disney Hollywood Studios at the same time, mm-hmm. working. That she was a cast member there in entertainment while I was there as well, briefly. So. We might have sat in the same room. Wow. We're we're, we're not positive. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so, um, you know, we've touched a little I bit did on
2: see, though,
0: hang on. Before we get away from Ahsoka, I did see the um, the new Clone Wars action figure line, the regular action figure line. We're getting a new Ahsoka. Yes. And we're getting the Ahsoka clone troopers.
1: Yes. So yeah, I did see high. that. Um, now, we've touched a little bit about uh, the Empire Strikes Back uh, at 40. Um, anything in there that um, we hadn't touched on? Oh.
3: Um, uh-huh.
4: So the big one's Funko for sure and then are you guys familiar with fig pin as a company No. pin
3: uh, yeah I know I know them yeah
4: okay so they're collectible pins but they're almost made to be they're made to be really displayed even more so than worn they each come with a stand and they're you know quite large and you can get even the XL ones which are huge so they didn't have them on display at the show but an announcement they made out of Toy Fair was that they have pins coming for the Clone Wars and for the Mandalorian and for Empire 40th. I believe it's all three. So that's really exciting because their, their product's really interesting. Um, in addition to being displayable, it's they have a whole collector's app that you can use where you register your pin by serial number and it tells you you know, exactly which one in the line. So it gets, if it's out of 2000, if you are the 1021st pin to be made, like it'll tell you that much about the pin. You like get points based on how fast you activate the serial number. So like if you're the fifth person to activate that pin, it's really, really cool collectibles line. Um, i really got to uh, meet i i met with them at toy fair and, and learned a lot more about it which is why i'm so familiar with it now but so they have collectibles coming in their pin line it for, actually, are,
0: is star wars brand new for them because i'm on their website and they don't have star wars on there at all as any yeah. of the licenses
4: yeah so this is yeah it's a big, it was a big announcement for them uh, that all of that's coming okay so they have that and then a little company who i don't know if most people are familiar with but i love them they're called new zealand mint they're based in new zealand uh, and they make collectibles and coins and prints that are all made with legal tender from New Zealand, right? So it's it's gold and because they, they are a mint and they have a really nice set coming for the for the 40th as well.
2: Okay. Oh. They've gone
4: through. They actually have collectible coins inspired by all of the Star Wars movie posters that you can already get. So. I I definitely recommend checking them out. They're really neat.
0: Okay. Um, Yeah, I'm looking at their site now.
1: Let's go ahead and hit into, uh, I think, what we have listed as General Star Wars March.
4: Oh, yeah. I was going to say... That was, like, my last thing on there. But, like, I mean, obviously there's there's always going to be right. general license Star Wars stuff. that's cool coming out of Toy Fair. Um uh, we, we, stuff on there I didn't even think to put on, but.
1: We, we touched on the Boba Fett lounge lie. Yeah. Uh, the Boba Fett helmet. It's a black series, correct?
4: Yes. I believe so.
1: And isn't there a new uh, fighter pilot? Well, actually, I think helmet i like is just
4: Boba Fett helmet because he's everywhere. Which obviously I think is tying into the 40th, right? But we're seeing, I think, kind of Boba Fett is is getting his, his moment again in merch specifically because of the 40th. Okay. Mm-hmm.
3: That makes sense. Yeah. Uh... It
4: does, right? Because well, we were all like, "There's so much Boba Fett happening," and we're like, "Oh, it's because <laughs> of Empire." Yep. Okay. <laughs> mm,
1: yep. So probably one of the larger items that you have listed, the pinball machine.
4: Yes. Have you yeah. seen that?
1: No, I've seen the Arcade One Up stand up game that's got the three video games. I didn't yeah. know they were doing pinball.
4: They're doing pinball. So technically, it is not a pinball machine. If we're being technical, it is virtual. Um, but it's not just like a flat screen with it projected on it. It's, it's made to feel as if you're playing real pinball. It has the machine shakes and has all of those effects to make it really feel like pinball just without the mechanics of the physical.
2: So
1: it's almost like playing Zim pinball off your phone.
4: Mm -hmm, Kind of, but like with the depth though, you're at a real machine. I mean, it's. It's the the same as their other machines. The scaled back. It's not the full full size. Um, but yes, I definitely recommend checking that out. They actually technically did not debut that one here. They debuted that at um, oh the the home le- the electronics show. CES. Gave- yes. Thank you. Yes. 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 CES. 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 They they actually technically debuted the Star Wars pinball at CES, but they okay. had it on display at Toy Fair.
1: Story cubes.
4: Well, that was just a fun one I threw in. That one's for families. Uh, it's a game uh, where you roll these little cubes and have to make... So Story Cubes has been around, and you have to use right. little pictures to tell a story. But this one actually features Star Wars-themed cubes. So it's a really cool way to get you know, younger fans right. engaged in, in okay. their imaginations and telling stories. Uh, one that I forgot to put on there, one of my favorite things I saw that was just General Star Wars, uh, if you're familiar with the <clears> brand 720, <throat> they do a lot of home goods and plates and stuff, but they have their own take on, do you know what I'm talking about when I say this, the Starbucks mugs that when you go to yeah. different places, you collect them? So they're doing their own take on that, but it's Star Wars locations, right, from throughout the galaxy. But so, as on the mugs, uh, so they, they look like those, those Starbucks mugs, but it, it's it's location from the Star Wars universe.
1: That, oh, explains, cool. that explains why Starbucks announced for the parks they're going to be doing the destination mugs for the parks. hmm Is to try and beat them to the punch. I bet
4: you're right.
1: Maybe. Interesting. Okay. Very interesting. Now, I I left this last one that's on the list for last because it's one of my favorite companies. I like General Giant. I like SciShow. But these are my favorite. Bayuka. Yeah. They... To me, I think they've got some of the most impressive collectibles at the most reasonable prices.
4: They are so well-priced. Right. Yeah. I I was, I was, well, wait, let's see, I'll get the pictures up for you guys the,
1: on these ones. The two, the two years that they were at Celebration, I have the two exclusives. I have my R2A6 from Celebration 5, All right, Celebration Celebration 6, that was here in Orlando, and then I have my triple zero bt BT1 from um, Celebration 2017, when it was here in Orlando. Mm-hmm. And uh, I I love their stuff. I also have an Emperor and Royal Guard set. What did they have to show at?
4: So they have their oh sorry at Toy Fair yes yes they had their latest offerings or upcoming offerings for their um, Art Effects Artist series. So right. I don't know if you're familiar with that series, but basically they get people to sculpt the characters, and traditionally they do so you know in a pretty realistic yeah uh, translation from from the show or the movie, they actually had... I didn't put this on my list, but they had their Mandalorian figure uh, on display as well.
1: Oh. And IG-11. So awesome. Yep.
4: And so that one is... Only $100. So, yes, like you were saying, price point, phenomenal. And those look like Um, they were
1: the Artifacts Plus, which means you could put them in different poses.
4: So this one is, yeah, yes, this one was labeled as Artifacts Plus. And then the ones I had put on the list originally are just the traditional Artifacts artists series. Um, I just happened to notice the Mandalorian in my photo roll, But are of Ray and Kylo Ren, but the art style is really unique. So I'm going to zoom in on Kylo Ren's face here for you.
1: Oh, interesting.
4: Yeah. It's almost an anime reminiscent style for both he and Ray. Did did they say
1: who the artist was? Is it the same artist for both of these?
4: Yes. So both of these figures, it was the same artist. The name I did... do not have written down but um it is the same artist for both let me get the and so there's ray for you this
1: looks like the oh, same wow. the same person who may do the uh bashudo line for mm-hmm. him because these almost yeah, look like bashudo figures mm-hmm. like
2: a manga feel
4: yeah, yeah a manga feel right like it, that's it's yeah. really reminiscent so i think that's very interesting so they're both uh so ray's is descendant of light and kylo's is cloaked in shadows and uh, they're coming out in May and June and their price point only one hundred seventy.
1: It's not bad for the artist series.
4: Really not bad for the artist series. Um, not
1: bad. That have, was
4: I think the most unique Star Wars collectible that I saw. Absolutely were the Rain," Kylo.
1: Any chance that they had a Doctor Afra sitting on their shelves.
4: Not that I saw on display. There's always a chance there's a back room, but I hadn't on display.
1: Well, like I said, I've got the triple zero and BT one from the last celebration here in Orlando, and I want Afra to go uh-huh. with them to complete that set because she's such a well, great character. I
4: have a, I, have a, I have a business card from someone there? I can forward I can forward your feedback.
1: Um, may hit you up on that as well because. <laughs> Uh, the I had a contact, he ended up leaving and I have a new contact and then part of their press release, um, but we were supposed to potentially be involved in getting some stuff for review as well, mm-hmm. off and on. Um, anything else from the show that really impressed you that we hadn't talked about?
4: I don't think so. I think we got through most of it. I think that, you know, the child really just outshone in terms of anything Star Wars that's what everyone really wanted to talk about and show off um oh you know what there was one more Mandalorian thing let me find it it was from it so it was actually a cosplay I, I want to make sure I say this right it's like a cosplay jewelry collection um that will be eventually available at GameStop Nuts. What it looks like, she sure is Oh, what! Wow. So, so the necklace
1: and then the plant medallion.
4: Mm-hmm. Vescar. The best car. The best is actually a pin. That's a pin. That's a pin. Yeah, and so that is from. I just want to make sure I, see, I give you the correct company name for that. Um, and so they actually have a whole. They so it's it, it's designed to be for cosplayers. So they all actually have, um, you know, a lot of like some weight to it. It's not just, right. you know a uh, uh, cheap. But the price point was pretty good on that too. I I want to say it was a hundred dollars around a hundred dollars.
2: Well, before but,
1: before we have to wrap up, yes. um, and we we covered a lot of Toy Fair. There was one other big announcement this week and that was um, the announcement of what Project Luminous
0: is. What we've been waiting for.
1: And um,
2: and
0: actually I think they kind of slipped and then hid that under the rug a little bit because remember a couple of months ago when they mentioned the new movies coming and they said mm -hmm. it was going to happen in the age of the High Republic but didn't say anything else.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And everybody's like okay what is this and they said it was 200 years before but we didn't know that that they were already playing in that sandbox.
1: And I think when we We have followers of the force on uh, the podcast followers for we kind of touched on this. We went a little further back. We went 400 years, but still even 200 years before still great. Uh, So apparently Star Wars, the High Republic is going to take place in an era when the Galactic Republic and the Jedi Order are at their zenith. Uh, and it's going to be 200 years before the events of Phantom Menace. Uh, this period will not overlap with any of the filmed features or series currently planned for production, giving the creators and partners a vast amount of room to tell uh, the stories with new adventures and original characters. And I think in the trailer, one of the things that I loved is they said, here's where we're going to go. How do y'all want to tell that story? And gave them cart launch. Well that
0: going two hundred years in the past means it's never been touched. Mm-hmm. I mean on anything, even in the old legends, nothing's been in that time frame.
1: True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but these creators could have brought stuff from nice of the Old Republic, be it the game or Tales from the Jedi. Um I mean they could have it gone back sure and they still could. Um but I think to have uh, I think they described this as the, the Jedi then are almost taking a um, knights of the round table approach. Yeah,
2: I did
0: yeah. hear that. It Jedi Knights of the Round Table.
1: Um and of course we hear about the the Viking like group where their, um, their motto is, is I, I loved how they described them. Um, their motto is, you may not take it with you, but we'll take it from you.
0: Yeah. Um, well, remember, they had already said also in this trailer, straight up, that um, the two things that are guiding the stories on this, one is Obi-Wan's line from New Hope of the um, Jedi, for thousands of generations, the Jedi have been guardians of peace in um, the Old Republic. Right. right. And then the second one was, what would the Jedi fear?
1: what what scares the jedi yeah
0: yeah Mm. that's the two things that are guiding the formation of what they're doing right now
1: now what's been announced is um what is it uh claudia gray is doing a book called into the dark it's a young adult novel Mm -hmm. um then there's from justina ireland it's a middle grade novel which will be right up my daughter's alley (laughs) because she's reading at that level star wars the high republic a test of courage uh, from IDW is uh, Star Wars, the high Republic adventures from Daniel Jose older. And then from Marvel, Star Wars, the high Republic by Kevin Scott. And then entering, I believe his First adult novel, his first novel is Charles Soule doing Star Wars: A High Republic, The Light of the Jedi.
0: and That's course. actually the book that's kicking it all off. Everything, yeah. everything is based out of that book.
1: How, how do you guys feel about this announcement?
3: I like it. Uh, um, I'd like to see them um, maybe do some some movies or TV shows on it, too. That would be cool. I think
0: that's coming. Mm-hmm. I think that's coming. But yeah, I'm excited yeah. about this. So, um, similar to when uh, back in the day when, I mean, the follow through wasn't always the best, but when you look at uh, what was the name of that series, the comic series they put out in the old Legends days that jumped like generations past Jason and Jaina and all them, it was with um, the one of the Jedi Descendant or um, Skywalker Descendant. It was, I forget his name. It was Cade Skywalker or something like that. Oh. You remember what I'm talking about? It was like the last oh. Star Wars series oh. before Dark Horse lost it. Yeah. yeah. It was not made of the Jedi. It was. But I was excited ah. about that idea that it was you're moving into somewhere where you're in familiar ground, but we don't know what it is.
1: Yeah, I, I don't yeah. remember the name but of it. You're
0: not with the same people you know.
1: I have it. I just don't remember the name of it.
3: Yeah, and, and uh and one thing I read today, they're going to have a Wookiee Jedi.
0: Yes. Yes, I saw pictures of that.
3: Yeah. Well, it's not the
1: first time we've seen a Wookiee
3: Jedi. Remember
1: in um, season. Four, Five, there were two episodes dealing with the younglings searching for the cyber crystal in which there is a mm-hmm. Wookiee, Wookiee youngling. Now, Madeline, what would you want to see um, being our toy expert <laughs> here? What would you want to see toy wise?
4: I, I think, you know, if we're going to see toys out of this, I think that's going to be an interesting thing to see out of these titles that are going for, you know, the younger audiences, as you're saying, the ones that's in your daughter's range, that would be, um really interesting to see what they do in terms of toys out of that to be tra- fully transparent i was in a little bit of a post toy fair haze today so i didn't get to read <laughs> as many things past just the the star wars blog <laughs> post about this um but yeah i think you know the the full range of ages i mean just even reading through that list like we just did the full range of ages clearly they're trying to hit fans across the board and that gives them the opportunity to do the same thing with the merchandise that goes with it. And so
1: do you, do you think we'll see the main characters uh, get turned into figures I or think collectibles?
4: Depends probably on the reception. I think, there's a good chance they're probably already making plans for it, um, but I think it'll ultimately depend on you know, if we find a breakout character if that demand is there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they do any content to go with it, like you were saying, are the books, are the, the movies and shows coming? Then then I would say more likely.
0: Okay. That may be a right. new animated series coming because now the Resistance is gone, they're not making any new animated at the moment. And Star Wars, uh, was, since uh, started, has not, not made animated.
1: Well, mm-hmm. I thought the rumors of the new anime, it was supposed to be a sequel to Rebels with Ahsoka and Samin. That's what has
0: been that. talked
3: about. I didn't hear that.
0: Well, the interesting thing with this, if you actually watch the trailer for this and some of the other things that's been on like StarWars.com, if you look at them sketching ideas for this, you see Yoda in the sketches. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, think, this is, Yoda's only, what, if he's 900 in Return of the Jedi, this would put him at, like, 650, 700 Some, years old. Yep. So he's still, a, he's already a Jedi Master, probably close to the Grand Master of the Jedi at this point. Yeah. Yeah. So you're gonna see him a little younger, but he's still gonna be the Yoda we know. True. Okay. So that that gives us remember when a couple of weeks ago or, um weeks ago or a month ago, we were talking about what makes Star Wars Star Wars. It needs certain touch points. Well that gives you your character touch point to allow people to get into this.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Because
0: you can look at it, oh wait, we know Yoda. Now let's see the other people he's working with. Right. Uh some of the some of the Wookiees we may know, Tarful could be in this. A very, very young Tarful. True. Yeah, maybe. True.
1: Wookiees true. go
0: what two hundred fifty years, almost three hundred years sometimes.
1: Uh, I think some could if go Chewie was two
0: hundred years at um in the force of, or in the um sequel trilogy. If you, Chewie's two hundred years old, then right, and he's not mm. an old Wookiee yet. No, or no, 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 that was Solo, didn't they? Solo, they said he was two hundred years old. Uh, I thought Solo, they said he was one hundred fifty. Yeah. yeah. Uh, either way, it's like he's not an old Wookiee when they're saying two hundred fifty or 150, 200 years old. Correct. So they'd probably go at least three hundred years. So you're gonna you, we can see a couple of them.
2: Correct.
3: Um, I think it it gives a, a good opportunity for for a whole, whole new type of story in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, and that's well, pretty
1: exciting. And they did talk about EA Games is looking at potentially rebooting Knights of the Old Republic. This Ooh. this could. Yeah. Now we got ourselves a chance to, it's rebooted under the name Knights of the High Republic. Yeah. Ooh. And, like you, can, and you can...
0: split another game in the series. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I think if they reboot it, it's to bring it canon. In which case, you could still reintroduce Darth Revan and Darth Malak into this, and in Darth
3: Bane. In um, mm-hmm. 847.
1: Yeah. So, uh, Madeline, where can people find you online?
4: We are at thepopinsider.com and also you can find us on Instagram and other social media accounts at the Pop Insider.
1: Okay. Um and I just gotta say, for more information on all the products that we talked about, go visit thepopinsider.com um and follow them on all channels at the pop insider, like Madeline said. Well thank you for coming we on and
4: do, so we might have a chance to win some of that merch.
0: Ooh,
4: just
0: throwing that one out there, too. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I did have one final question from Toy Fair. Yeah. I'm looking through the pictures, and um, we talked about the Empire Strikes Back 40th anniversary figures. Yeah. Well, you see, the three and three quarters line is actually re-releasing the original wave of Empire figures from back when it was originally made. And I'm looking at the Boba Fett. And is that rocket fire on that one? The Boba Fett toy, the three and three quarters toy, looks like the rocket is a separate part of the backpack. Is that a rocket firing backpack on that one? Do you know?
4: I do not know. I could probably find out and let you know, but I, that... I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that I know for sure because I don't want to be okay. incorrect.
0: <laughs> well, we will have to see.
4: Yes. <laughs> yeah, but in the Absolutely.
0: retro line, it's it's remakes of the original sculpts of the um, three and three quarters line. Yeah. So.
4: Huh. Well, thank well, you. There's going to be, it looks like they're doing a huge push just across the board for 40th anniversary merch. So I think we're going to see yeah. if this, if Toy Fair was baby Yoda's time, I think 40th as we get into con season is really going to yeah, maybe be yeah. what we start seeing there. That, a yeah, lot of, I, think, I think con exclusives are going to be seeing a lot of, of anniversary yeah. stuff.
1: Yeah. Because we're that, we're definitely going to have, you know, with um, San Diego in July and celebration mm-hmm. in August, there's going to be quite a bit there. absolutely that's, that's going to be a big push celebration. So, yep. well, thank you for joining us.
4: Thank you for having me.
1: Uh, this is a blast, and hopefully, this, a this is a enjoy fair. This, this is hopefully something that will be a continued partnership between uh, the Weeby Geeks Collective of shows and, uh, and, Pop, and the Pops and Insider.
4: I'd love that. We're all a bunch of geeks, so we we love this stuff. So
1: that's right. Well, on that note, there's only one thing left to be said.
2: Give the evacuation code signal. All right. Cut. I can hold it! Pull on! No, I'm alright!
1: I have placed information vital to the survival of the rebellion into the memory systems of this R2 unit.
2: I've lost R2! <laughs>